0: Hey, world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie Gentry Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie Gentry Show. Hope to see you soon on
1: Fishbowl Radio Network.
0: Jump in. Welcome to the Beyond the Game podcast on Fishbowl Radio. My name is Jamie, and today is Tuesday, uh, February 27, 2023. So, twenty twenty four. Sorry. Uh, so it's the last week in February, guys. So, so thank you for joining me, and um, hey, hey, let's get to it. But I got I got ten teams in the NFL that we need to talk about that that need to improve in twenty twenty four. Now, this list that, that I made, this is coming from uh, cbs.com during the draft, and uh, the power rank is from ESPN. So, I was supposed to do this list in August, but I said, you know what, let's do it now so that these teams these teams can, can address things in the offseason right now as we speak. And so, and then we have a little message to give to, to these teams that they need to work on uh, moving forward between now and the season starts so number one let's start with the Bears the Chicago Bears 7-10 and 10 in 2023 okay Justin Fields is not happy about being traded okay he could be traded he could be re- released even though he's only what 24 years old he's only been there for a couple of seasons and Chicago to be honest with y'all has not protected Justin Fields well. Like like I would rather address the offensive line. I would rather go for the offensive lineman in the draft than a quarterback. That's what everybody's saying. Everybody wants to go for a quarterback in the draft. Everybody wants to draft Caleb Williams. Everybody wants to draft Drake Drake May. Thinking that they're going to be their next franchise quarterback, Justin Fields is on, he's only twenty-four years old. He still got a lot of improve. He still got a lot of growth to improve on, and he will improve that growth. He showed glimpse of it last season. Put him on. Put him on. Put him. Give him some help on the offensive line. Address that position, and then you can see the best in Justin Fields. Chicago will see the best of it, and then Chicago, our our guys, Jose. I, I can't pronounce his last name. He was on this show uh, l- uh, late last year. He's a, he has a he has a Chicago, Chicago podcast. It's all Chicago related. It's called Choose Chicago Fans, and so I'm pretty sure he, he'll be happy about this. I'm pretty sure that he's not agreeing to trade Justin Fields. I don't th- I I don't think that's the right answer. I, I do I, I, but then again I can't have two young generational quarterbacks in my building one has to go one has to start one has to you know I don't think Justin Fields at this point in his career cannot sit on the bench I don't think he, he, I don't think he's capable of doing that is he willing to take that sacrifice at, at 27 years old probably not maybe it is in, in, in his 30s and yes but, but cockiness gets in the way, and then uh, and then uh, the public pressure gets out, gets in the way as well. They want Justin Fields to start, thinking that Justin Fields will lead them to, to to the playoffs next season. Which I don't know. I think y'all I think y'all should have fired the coach versus trading for Justin Fields. But then again, I saw a report today that the Bears will make a call on their quarterback was in a week or two. I think that I think that's the message or maybe today. Whatever that message is, they're going to make they're going to make their call on what they're going to do with the quarterback. Cuz you can't have this linger over for days, a month. Heading into the, heading into the draft come April. But Let's hear from Justin Fields. Let's hear his farewell message to the Chicago please. Like I said, that decision is
2: not in my hands. Um, you know, all I can control is, you know, what I did do. And um, I gave it my all. So um, whether it's here or not, you know, uh, I have no regrets. Um, shout out to, you know, you guys for, you know, making my job a little bit harder. But, um... <laughs> yeah uh just to the city of chicago love y'all appreciate the fans and the support from all the bears you know in case this is my last rodeo with y'all and just appreciate y'all for everything
0: so so um that was at the end of the regular season and now he gets on the podcast and says this because he deleted everything on his instagram account deleted the bears gear everything And you know when that happens, you know the first thing in everybody's mind is he wants out, he or she wants out, uh, out of the area. And I use she because women do it all the time. They delete their ex, they leave their their man, and all of a sudden it's all about them. Justin Fields is all about him. I mean, I, I I I still think Justin Fields is a good quarterback for the Bears. I don't see him going anywhere I don't think every I think every team except for the Pittsburgh Steelers are sad quarterback I could be wrong maybe Arizona has a little difficulty in Kyler Murray Kyler Murray by the way we'll talk about him in a second um, but I do think that that just I don't I, see I'm very hesitant on the trade market. I don't I don't see that I don't see him going elsewhere and then, but then again, the Bears are like we need players. We need to improve our team, and I don't think the quarterback getting a new quarterback in is the answer. But let's play the clip from uh, from him on that podcast, please. Yeah. Yeah, wait. That. Since we're here, hold on. But I mean, what's we're not.
3: The, what's, we're, oh, no, 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 no. We since y'all. we're here, we're all right,
4: come on. What's with the unfollow wait. with the Bears? What's, what's up with that?
2: Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it, because people, why do people take social media so serious, like? <laughs> but, like, why, why you don't follow the Bears? This and that, like, I still mess with the Bears, this and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with them. <laughs> that's that's true, that's true. That's, that's facts. facts, that's facts. But they, you, can, you can, follow Luciana, right? right? Hmm? But listen, listen, ma- yeah, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend though. That's different. But I'm saying like, when you're single, it's you really mess
4: with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow.
2: You now. feel me? Oh, like, so you're you saying know, you mess man. with
4: the bears? You're saying you mess with the bears more now that you don't follow? Them.
2: Man, ah, even like okay, him. okay. <laughs> it's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no
4: football.
3: And guess mm. what? Just get away. The get away. Every Bears post. It's either right. drive, I see the uh, Nah. You see the
2: follow. see the drive, Caleb? So it's like, bro. Man, I'm tired of yeah. hearing the talk. We want, like it's, annoying. We want yeah. like, it's just, bro, like, it's time to just. Well, you're telling me you
4: don't follow no football. Bro, you follow.
2: I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher like, Report. Bleacher Report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog.
3: Mm. They're
2: not posting nothing about football. I'll follow
4: him back. Drake London. Drake London, my teammate. What's up with that?
2: What you mean? What's up with that? I follow
4: you. Actually,
2: you know, you know Drake? You. You don't follow me. But well, you know Drake? Um I'll follow you after this, but nah, not for real. I mean we played against him, you know, these past two years, but I don't know him right. for real. Mm. I've been following him for a minute though. Oh okay. Yeah.
4: That's crazy. That's my dog. Um I just know he's on the Falcon. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, I was just <laughs> just wondering why you follow Drake Union or something.
2: Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't know him like that, but
4: yeah. Good dude, great dude, great dude, you know. I see. You know,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah so anyways, you heard Justin Fields, he don't follow the Bears, he don't follow the NFL. That tells me, it spells for disaster. You see, this is the era that nothing makes sense anymore. Okay. Nothing makes sense anymore. You just say you don't follow the Bears. You don't follow the NFL, but yeah, you follow Ohio State football. I get that 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 is your uh, that is your former school. You follow them all the time. But why would I go? Why would I do all that? Delete every post possible. Why would I do all that? Just to not see any football on the timeline. See, I see. I, I wouldn't do that because because if, if a team were to give me a chance, I wouldn't I wouldn't delete them automatically. I would say I, I, I wouldn't delete them like that. I would say, hey, you know, um, there's things you could have done, there's things you could have said, there's things you could have you know ha- hashed out, but yet you refuse to hash it out. The easiest way is to delete everything Bears related. You don't, I mean, I'm not saying you don't care. I'm saying like, it, it, it's not a big priority to you. Now, granted, come come the draft, right? If they don't draft Caleb Williams, then your job is safe. But even if they do, then I do, I do think you shouldn't request out of Chicago. I don't think you should. But the offense scored 21 points a game, but also they gave up 22 points a game on defense. Uh, Obviously, Caleb Williams is their mock draft. And then the main message for them is electrifying. You got to be electrifying. And I think Caleb Williams brings that. But then again, Justin Fields does the same same thing again. But Justin Fields, well, let me take that back. Justin Fields brings, brings a lot of excitement to the team. Caleb Williams, his body language—it's like I don't want to be here. And I—I I saw a glimpse of that in the in the, uh, the ball game before the ball game, before the end of the regular season, not the ball game. He didn't play in the ball game. I saw that glimpse of it in the regular season. I saw a quarterback that was trying to lead his team back because the defense gave up fifty points a game, doing all this work, not getting any breaks at all. To get some victories in, and the USC did not get did not excel this past season. So, Okay. what does Kayla Williams do? Kayla Williams says, "I'm going to rest for the draft." If it were me, if I was if I was G. of team, I go with what what, what I need. I go with offensive line man. And if I if I say Justin Fields is my number one, I'm going to stand on that, and I'm not going to. Talk about any other quarterback in the building so that's number one for you number two the Raiders Las Vegas Raiders eight and nine in 2023 now I think they had when they fired Josh McDaniels I think they went I think I think I think well Tony I think, think what I think they went five and three okay Antonio Pierce is the full-time head coach it's not, uh, it's not a drop-off. And then they got some competition at quarterback. Now, do you go with Aiden O'Dell, or do you draft a quarterback, or do you go with free agency? Because nine times out of ten, Jimmy Garoppolo is not coming back. Jimmy Garoppolo got suspended for two games for performance-enhancing drugs. So, obviously, he's not coming back to the team. Obviously not. They don't believe him, and they don't believe in him anyways. They'd rather go with Aiden O'Connell. Now, if you draft a quarterback in the first round, which Caleb Williams and Drake May will be off the board by that time, you have to make, you may have to get a free agent, free agent quarterback. I don't see what starting quarterback is out there for you, I'm sorry, for the team that's trying to get past the Chiefs in, in the division. That's a tough pill to sell, but then again, you could trade for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can can get the vet minimum or some type of contract to get going his way. But then again, I do think Russell Wilson's career is over. His comment about I wanna win championships, I mean it, it's nice, but his plays like his plays his play is not is not good enough for me. And I think his best days are behind him. And that's, that's the only thing I'll go with. Another thing I will go with is J- Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is not eligible for the franchise tag. So, how do you keep your running back in the building? How do you keep your running back um, employed? He is the best running back in the conference. Well, in the, in the division. All, if Austin Eckler decides to move on from the Chargers, which I do think he will but you talk about Josh Jacobs you talk about a thousand yard back there's no way you shouldn't pay him less than what he's owed what what he should get and I don't have the numbers in front of me because I'm not a numbers guy but I do think Josh Jacobs should get whatever the biggest running back market ever the man can run the man is like 26 to 28 years old he can do a lot of great things I honestly want him on the Cowboys a physical back I want him there but then again the Raiders can't screw this up they can not screw this up and I don't think Antonio Pierce nor Tom Telesco who is the new GM will screw that up either so they'll find a way I don't, but I do I do think they should not wait to the last minute to get him signed 'Cause he's right there in your building and I do think another team can pick him up. But then again you gotta attack free agency, you gotta put pieces around Josh Jacobs to solidify your chances of beating the Ra- beating the Chiefs in the in the AFC uh, in the AFC West. I do think, however, the Chiefs and the Raiders are one and two in the AFC West. Coming heading into the season. I do think that. I, I could be wrong, but I do think that. The draft their prediction, CBS predicted that they'll draft Turin Timeron Arnold from Alabama. He's the cornerback from Alabama. Uh, I I would address that position as well. So so yeah. That that's that's what they have right now. I do think I do think they um I think they they attacked that cornerback position. If they don't attack free agency to get another cornerback. But. 2024 prediction. They got to have swag. Personality of the head coach. The head coach is full of personality. You got to have swag as well. So in order for you to win the, champ, the, the, the division. You got to have swag and the personality of the head coach. I look at. There's a lot of teams that have that. A lot of teams that have that swag. And they win all the time. Look at the Minnesota Timberwolves, which we'll talk about on the other side. The Minnesota Timberwolves is a defensive minded team. That team does not get off the bus unless they play defense. But then again, their head coach, Chris Finch, will call them out if they don't play any defense on that night. So I think Antonio Pierce will do that as well. But we'll see what happens. Number three, Pittsburgh Steelers. 10 7, 2023. Can it still just find a way to stay healthy? Health has always been a factor every season. What can Mike Tomlin do? So Mike Tomlin is always, will, always, will, and always have a winning record when it comes down to his coaching career. His coaching career is so Hall of Fame worthy that he can easily get that knock, and it was in a few years or so. Now, the GM, owner, or who well, whoever you want to talk to, has said, we are tired of losing in the first round. We want to go further. So, that tells me that if Mike does not get it done next season or beyond, he could be out of the door. Considering the fact of where we're at in the NFL coaching landscape, I don't think that, um, I don't think, that Mike Tomlin should deserve to be fired after not getting to the first round. Not pa- getting past the first round. It's, t- it's, a tough, it's, a, it's a tough business. Mike has done a, a phenomenal job keeping that team together. You're talking about you're firing your offensive coordinator midseason, which is a rarity in their franchise, and then your quarterback gets hurt. You got to rely on Mason Rudolph. He got it. And then CJ, CJ Rod is in and out of the lineup. Which I do think that he needs a full offseason to get healthy. So that that defense is dominant as long as TJ Watt is healthy. As long as he's healthy. You can talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers getting past the first round. And so. With that being said. Mike fits the mold for this team. He shouldn't go into every season with his job on the line he shouldn't but then again that's the world of the NFL we live in right their offense averaged 17 points a game and their defense gave him 19 Uh, their mock draft CBS again they got JJ McCartney of Alabama Alabama, Michigan he's the quarterback at Michigan now granted I don't know why did you are you are we losing faith in Kenny Pickett by going out there another quarterback in J.J. McCartney? These quarterbacks will want to start. They want to start once they're on the team. They want to take advantage of that opportunity to start. They're going to do that. They want to do that. They want to start. Many young player player in the first round that is playing quarterback should get it started on. but then again the these and I almost to to almost I'm forgot to tell y'all these draftings are from CBS if not from ESPN or other other outlets everybody has their different outlets and when it comes out to the draft this is this this wasn't this was right about this happened on Sunday a mock draft on Sunday now they can go from Sunday March April it's not automatic it's not a quarterback you need if you're going to really go for a quarterback then you lose all faith in Kenny Pickett whether he's healthy or not you lose all faith in him and that's not going to fit well with Kenny Pickett hometown guy of course man you know he's had spotty quarterback play but what what will work is is getting into the off season, getting yourself healthy first, and then going out there doing your off season activities. That's what will work. Under control and keep everything in house, emotions in check. Now they struggled. That was the twenty twenty four prediction message. I just want them to be under control and have a little bit of um, grown up in the building. You talk about George Pickens, you know, not blocking for a teammate on on a run, not sacrificing his body because he didn't want to get hurt. And I'm like, you play a physical sport, George Pickens, you're going to get hurt. Well, it depends how you take care of your body. And you should. Of course, I I don't agree with people people piling on you. I don't agree with that at all. However, your job is to not respond to the noise. Your job is we're going to win football games. We're going to win a championship. That's your job. Don't respond to these haters. That, are, that will pile on you for not making a football play not sacrificing your team that question, that, that to me questions your maturity if you cannot block for your teammate on a run I have numerous questions about that but then again, we will never get answers number four, the Eagles the, the epic collapse. You know, I have some Eagles fans. Shin Kwan, for example, wanted to come on this show. And I said, fine, you can come on. He knew what I was going to talk about today. He knew that I was going to talk about his team, the Eagles. He was making all these useless put- predictions of we need a corner we can get Xavier Worthy in the draft second round we can improve our secondary we can trade Hassan Reddick even though Hassan Reddick said I didn't make that I didn't say that I told him the other day you gotta trust Vic Fangio I don't know how many times I said this I said Vic Fangio's uh, name Five times to this man in front of his face and he was like we need this player we need that player I was like cool fine whatever right what is Xavier what really going to do for your offense you know Fed he wants to be the deep threat guy UT made him a deep deep threat guy if you put him on the NFL roster he will not be a deep threat guy. He will be either in the slot or in on special teams. He, I think he's like six foot. No one is, he, listen. I compare it to to Des- Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson made his name in the NFL. I don't think that Xavier Worthy can line up. Well, then again, it depends on the team. It depends on the team because you got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith on the outside. You need a slot receiver. If you really want to go Xavier Worthy, you gotta draft. You gotta go, you gotta make him a slot receiver instead of a punt returner. But they had an epic collapse in 2023. They started turning one, but they, they 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 crapped the bed. They went eleven and six overall they they need to convince themselves that it's going to be okay. It's not the end of the world. My question would be, is Jalen Hurts going to rebound? Is he, is he going to care about the game? Instead of just throwing these emotions, is he going to care? Because when I saw Jalen Hurts, when I saw him lose that game to Arizona, I said, Jalen Hurts is not himself anymore. He is not himself anymore. And this is why we wanted the division. Because when you stop caring, you're not yourself anymore. Jayla was not himself anymore. I lost all faith in Jayla Hartz. Even though I root for him, I want him to do well. I lost faith when he when his body language went to the other side. It was like a it was a selfish body language. It was very selfish and I I can't tolerate selfish players. I can't tolerate you having your own way. It's not going to happen like that. You're going to have the ups and downs. You're going to have that. It's hard. It's tough, of course, but you got to rebound. You got to get up and say, you know what? This is my team. I'm going to lead this team to victory we're going to uh, I'm going to control the line of scrimmage I'm going to keep my players accountable and also I told my friend to I said dude the communication between the center and quarterback has to be there so if Jason Kelsey if this is the last rodeo like he said in January then you're going to be looking for a center in the draft or in free agency but I don't think it's this last rodeo I do think Jason Kelsey will play in 2024, I people players make those decisions because they're they're tired of the of the uh, of they're tired and their mind's not into it at that moment. Jason Kelsey, when he walked off the field in Tampa Bay, I don't think at that moment football wasn't on his mind, but he saw his brother Travis win a win a championship. then Jason Kelsey will say, hey, I want to play one more season. And the Eagles will do everything they can to make that happen, to get him or any other player back. in the fo- in, uh, Back in the fold. So, so another thing that we talked about on Sunday is we talked about free agents. We talked about Fletcher Cox. We talked about Brand- Brandon Grant. Okay, why we why did we bring up those players? We we brought up those players because they they are free agents. In two weeks' time, free agency will start. In two weeks' time, I will have a list for free for the top Cowboys. I'm sorry for the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys free agency teams that sorry players that that the Cowboys need to sign in free agency. I'll have that for y'all in two weeks. So. Anyways, Fletcher, Cox, and Brandon Graham are free agents. Fletcher Cox is 30-something years old. They're both 30-somethings. I know this. Brandon Graham is 35 years old. I know that Brandon Graham is not on the field as much anymore. But I do think he can still get the job done. It will take another team to offer him one year. But well, what if he wants to play well to his dirty? What if he wants to play to 40? What if he wants to play... is It's every season thing for players like that. I don't think Fletcher Cox will want to leave Philly. But if, if if there is an opportunity opportunity elsewhere, then he will take that opportunity. Nor Brandon Grammy. Brandon Graham will do the same damn thing. So, to me... And I told him this. I said... You need to sign your players back you need to stop going out there Patrick Queen you need to stop going out there players that don't fit the mold you have Vic Fangio as your defensive coordinator you're going to torture us because Mike McCartney has no answers for Vic Fangio and that's history so if they keep them together then we'll see what happens. You keep Jason Kelsey. You keep Brandon Graham. You keep Fletcher Cox. You keep Jason Jalen Hurts. Engage. Engage is the word. Then then it's easier for him. It's easier for the team to get back to the postseason like they're supposed to. To get back to, relo- to dominance in 2024. I'm not cheering for that, but I'm just saying. All right, so the mock draft is Quignon Mitchell. He's the cornerback from Toledo. That is a late. That's a late round. So, like I said, I watch tape on on the draft picks and go from there. But you, you do need to address that position, and that's one of the things we talked about. We talked about addressing the secondary. Uh, Kellen Moore and Vic Fangio, like I said, are your new additions to the team. So. I do dig that Vic will have a say in that draft room. But also, if you go going offense, I think Kellen Moore will have a say on that offense. So in that draft room, come Thursday, uh, not Thursday night, but come April, April, come April, I do think they will have a say as to who they want to go for in the draft. So it's all, uh, it's all hands on deck for the Eagles and then you gotta run the ball you got you can't have three. you can't have your running back go for barely for a thousand yards and not get the ball do you think that DeAndre Swift sees uh, sees that Christian McCaffrey got the football 22 times in the Super Bowl for 80 yards that could've been him every single game instead of just throwing the ball you gotta run it Also A.J. Brown wants to be there too, so so that that's not a surprise either. Number five, Buffalo Bills. Every single season, we're always talking about the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, what can he do? What can he do great? What can he not do? We're always talking about that, but yet J- Josh Allen is always fooling himself because Josh does not want to take accountability. John, he's kind of like that because he, our fans are like Buffalo fans. Buffalo says, Hey, we need another quarterback. There's no quarterback in this draft, you got to work them in. CJ Stroud saw the blueprint, he worked it to perfectively. That's the only quarterback right now, and I'm not saying that to be mean to other quarterbacks out there. What I'm saying is. Is you can't just be so quick to jump off the bandwagon. They went eleven and six in twenty twenty three, so they had a bounce back. Or Miami won the division. Yeah, Miami won their division. Uh, Josh Allen is that guy, but Stephon Diggs. There's no other quarterback. Like I told you, like I said, there's no other quarterback in this league that you want to play with and Josh Allen is that dude Josh Allen can get you the ball it says that are you willing to fight to get open that's why I challenged C.D. Plan. and I told you, and I said C.D. C.D. has to challenge himself to get open and he, he's done that for the most part you can't just you know you can't just run a half fast route you can't just complain that you're not getting the football sometimes it's you it's you C.D. It's you, Stefan. But yet you act like nothing's the problem. You wanna run away from camp and run home and tell a bunch of lies to us. Why are you lying to us? If you have a quarterback, if you have a problem, you address it with your quarterback. You address it with him. You don't let's say you're addressing with us. Well, stop lying to us. Stop lying. Period. In of story. But would they win in 2024? That's the question. It starts in free agency. What are you going to do in free agency? What are you going to do? The draft prediction is Brian Thomas, from the wide receiver from LSU. So it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to get Stefan all the way out of, uh, out of Buffalo, but it keeps him on notice It says, we don't accept this behavior. We cannot accept this behavior. So if you, if, you, if you're going to challenge us, you got to act right. And keep everything in the house instead of running away. The twenty twenty-four message, live and die by your message again. Again, you got again, you talk you sit there, you talk, Josh Allen talks a lot, Stefan talks a lot, Coach Sean McDermott talks a lot. You gotta live and die by your message. If you ever wanna win in the NFL, if you ever wanna win a championship in Buffalo, you gotta live and die by your message. They're desperate for a Super Bowl win. And they know they will never get it in this century. Number six, the Jets. New York Jets. 7-10 in 2023. Can Rodgers lead this team to the to the postseason? Now, I, I'm i not a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I don't care what he does. He can sit in the dark and do whatever he wants to do all day long. I, I, I don't care... I don't care for I don't care for his personal life, but I but I like his play on the field. Does that make sense? Why should I care about what he does? But then again, it it's awkward. Like why? Like you're always contemplating contemplate retirement. If you're gonna do it, then go ahead and do it. Stop wasting our time. Stop wasting the just time. And also, the notion of that you can come back from an Achilles injury to lead the Jets into the postseason is beyond me. Drake Greenlaw tore his Achilles in the Super Bowl. It's going to take him another year to come back to full full bill health. He will not be ready week one of this upcoming season. He will not be ready at all. So to me, if you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, if you're talking about coming back, you're not going to be ready period you are not that quarterback anymore your days are way behind you I just think you're not and if anybody wants to disagree with me then have at it because I've because I, I seen enough to say he's, he, he's a hall of famer for sure but if you want to make comments about you retiring then, then g- g- just do it. You owe us nothing. Robert Sala has to get it together. Robert Sala has to get it together. The other question will be, Rod- will Rogers participate in offseason activities? He did it last season, so he's gonna do it again. You gotta remember, this man tore Achilles in September. In an Achilles injury for most players it's like 7 to 10 months. Actually a year. But it depends how you are. It depends how you are shaped. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is a bum or he's out of shape. I'm saying he needs to take it easy, take a step back, and let these quarterbacks get an opportunity to lead the Jets to the postseason. Romo Oduze, Oduze, the Washington wide receiver, is their mock prediction, mock draft prediction, again from CBS. Uh, and then uh, just another pairing with Garrett Wilson. You got three legitimate wide receivers, actually four, if you include Randall Cobb. in now you got every piece to win. You just need the quarterback to get healthy. E- e- even that. If Zach Wilson cared about the game more than he cares about his personal life, then Zach Wilson will be on that field right now throwing every pass, throwing at least 500 passes a day. Studying the playbook uh, twice a day. So that he does not leave anything unturned. And then he does not get kicked out of the league. Cause that's where that's headed. High alert and stay committed. Robert Sala's on high alert. He's got to get. He's got to win in 2024. Players got to stay committed in 2024. They got to stay committed 2024. Number seven, the Giants. Six eleven, 2023. Who's their starting quarterback in 2024? You got Daniel Jones. You got. Tyron Taylor and you got Danny DeVito. Now, Danny DeVito was the three-game quarterback that shined. When he struggled against New Orleans, they went to they went to Taylor. Actually, it was against Buffalo. No, no, no. Yeah, I was right. It was against New Orleans. They went to ta- they went to Taylor, and Taylor has some glimpse of of uh, of perfection. He, he has a glimpse, you know. Um, the, all three of them will be competing for the starting job. Up this upcoming season. But the main question will be can we pay can they pay Bar- Shaquan, Saquon Barkley? Now Mike cannonball of ESPN predicts that Barkley may go to the Cowboys. I don't know if that makes any sense but I would like to have a Barkley on the Cowboys. Maybe I can you know some shiftyness in this game. He's not a power runner, but he has some shiftyness when healthy. When healthy, you talk about the best running back in the league. is Saquon. Uh, that's going to be a massive, massive upgrade if Saquon were to sign in Dallas. But it, it, I it, that that would never happen. Though. I, I I'm not seeing jerry um putting out the money out to sign a running back like that but you can't franchise tag him either so the draft predictions Malik neighbors the wide receiver from lsu you need to draft a wide receiver you don't have one (laughs) you need to have that one you have the quarterbacks now can we put it together with a wide receiver that is your number one and Malik Neighbors, I think he can come in here and shine. He can come in here and shine. Was it Brian Dayball as your uh, 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 as your offense as your head coach that knows a lot on offense? The Giants had just had a drop off. It was just a drop off. It wasn't meant to fire Brian Dayball. I don't think Brian Dayball is as overra- an overrated coach. I, but however, I do think that he will bounce back. 2024 offseason season matches is just finish. Just finish. Finish drives. Finish quarterback play. Finish your runs. Finish your routes. Finish the defensive plays. Finish everything. If you want to win the 2024, you have to finish. And it starts in the off-season to address all these things. And I hope they're doing that right now. Number eight. Why do I ever put them on the list? It's the Cowboys. Yes. 12 and five in 2023. All in What is what Jerry is saying. And we have to buy that message. Why are we buying that message? Because of what Jerry has said. Jerry's upset, but Jerry's fake. Jerry's trying to use the fakeness of, of being upset. He's fake. He's fake. If he cared about being all in, then you go. You draft. You would hit on free agency early, and then then you draft the right players. You just don't go. You just don't let Odell walk. You don't let Derrick Henry stay on on a team that is un- underperforming. You have to take a risk. You if you take a risk, you're going to see a substantial o- rewards. Detroit took a risk. And they was in a possession. A possession of getting to the Super Bowl. Actually, you know what? I'll take that back. A second half. Oh, entire second half. Of getting to the Super Bowl. All you need to do is just run the ball. Run the ball and use your head. That's what the Cowboys need to do. The Cowboys need to be aggressive. If you're talking about all in, be aggressive. Now, do I think this is my scoop uh, last year? I don't think he's going to. It- Watch. We start 8 and 1 again, right? We start we go 8 and 1 again. We are going to win, we are going to resign Mike to a 2 to 3 year deal to be our head coach for the foreseeable future. You want that voice in your locker room for three years with no championships and a regular season title on top of that. I don't want, I want the championships. I want the Super Bowl championships. I don't want, I, the division the, 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 the is secondary to me. I want the championships and it takes, and it will take players to invest. It will also take coaches to care and it will also take the ownership to say, you know what, I'm going to stand by my word. Now, this is ridiculous, but I'm going to need Tank to stop. I want to play a clip from Tank saying that we're tired, but also, also, I'm going to explain fatigue, but then again, I'm going to play a clip from Micah Parsons. It's It's not responding to the comments. But it, it's the demeanor that I want y'all to listen to in Micah Parsons versus Tank. So this is Tank's demeanor. Um, um, the Cowboys playoff. In I'm sorry, in the playoff, in the Cowboys playoff game. Let's play Tank's demeanor. His stupid ass excuses, please. You mentioned how you wish your team was here. Mm -hmm. What happened and why your team
2: isn't here? Uh, all honesty, I think the main thing is who's burned out, man. Uh, You know, long season, um, team dominantly healthy throughout the season. You know, um, the legs get tired, but also... um, you know, you got to give hats off to Green Bay, man. They came out with a great game plan, um, you know, rolling out towards Micah and then running away from me. I feel like, you know, that's that's what they needed to, you know, get their game started, and they jumped on us fast. And what about adjustments? Happens. Yeah, adjustments, man. Um, you know, I feel like we went in the locker room and, you know, we came out, you know, ready with our adjustments, but uh, still didn't go the way that we planned to go.
1: Here. I mean you people you can't let me go because when I leave, all hell seems to break loose. Did you see Micah Parsons sitting down with oh Boy on his show? Yeah. I, I just want you to witness a little bit of this.
4: Besides Patrick Mahomes, what other quarterback in the AFC has accomplished anything to get more credit than that?
1: Don't know. Josh Allen. Did he finish? No.
4: It doesn't doesn't matter how far you get. If you're going home
3: and you're not tearing the ring, it doesn't matter.
4: What have they done?
2: Josh Allen almost made it to the NFL uh, Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. He couldn't couldn't beat the number one guy. It doesn't matter. He couldn't beat the number one guy. He couldn't beat the number one guy. guy. And then he lost to Stafford. And then he lost to Stafford. He lost to Stafford.
1: It's doing we like, Yeah, really, what are we doing? I mean. <laughs> I the Matrix, man. He took the blue pill. <laughs> so, so look, let me make myself perfectly clear. That's magnificent television. That's magnificent for us. that's
0: They have a game tonight against East Carolina. So they beat they, lo- they lost to Charlotte 76-9. Uh, Desert Colonel and and Diana Robinson at 14 points apiece. They lost. So that means they lost their first place in that game. They could have finished in overtime, guys. The game went to the overtime. They could have finished. Okay. They left by they led by four was under a minute left. See, this is why I don't wait for the end game to use my timeouts. If I'm up by four and I know that this team Charlotte is coming coming through, I'll use my timeouts right away. I'll use my timeouts. I will use my timeouts, guys.
5: 18
0: turnovers. Thought turnovers. I don't like that.
5: Close
0: drought. The they were close throughout. No one led more than five Charlotte made North Texas an outside shooting team. So you look at the percentage, North Texas shot like less than forty percent. You know, North Texas is not an outside shooting team. They've won a side it's not. They're not an outside shooting team. They'll never be an outside shooting team. And I think when it comes down to the tournament, you're going to see that this you're gonna see that tournament, you're gonna to see it in the in AAC that they don't score a lot of points on offense. It's died down ever since. The start of the season. Second half possessions have been an issue in February. So, in February, the second half, the possessions have been spotted for me from like, you know, uh, outside shot shooting to Missy bunnies inside, missing layups, a bunch of layups, turnovers, not using your timeouts in the second half until the end of the game. Why? Just use your timeouts, Jason. Use your timeouts. Calm everybody down, use your timeouts early, you can use them in the first half, there's nothing wrong with using your timeouts in the first half, if you're going to use them in the first 3 to 4 minutes in the second half, I would rather use that too, that way you draw the play, and the players execute that to perfection, so, with that being said, uh, that was my prediction. That was my Charlie game. Now UAB, they dominate UAB ninety five to seventy seven. They were upset. They won. They were upset that they lost this game at home. I know this because I saw it in their faces. I saw it when they played it. They made every shot. UAB gave up the pace so much. They gave up fifty points in the paint. UAB. You can't win like that when you give up over fifty plus points in the paint, UAB. When North Texas won. And also, let me say this about the announcers. I messaged both of them this morning. I did. I did. Why did you message them, Jamie? Because first of all, I didn't like their broadcasts. I did not like their broadcasts. They 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 had no knowledge to the game. They didn't provide any to the game. These people said that No Jackson says Kurt Bloom. Is his name? I messaged him on Instagram. I told him North Texas has had a win, has won 20 games in their seat in their history. They, you're telling me that you have, they have never won 20 games. And Linda Bray, you sat there and and, and you sat there and believed them. You sat here and believed this this guy that said North Texas women's basketball team has not won 20 games in a season. You sat there and believed that. You believe that crap. So I did some research, I said, okay, hey, um, when's the last time UFC won 20 games in a season? I thought, I thought it was Jalen Mitchell, but Jalen Mitchell, she won 19 in 2017. I remember that year because I've watched that whole entire year, I remember that year. But let me give you uh, some coaches that, let me give you two, actually two coaches that won them. One of them won them twice, so let me give you one, okay? So, uh, there's a coach named Judy Nilsson. She won 20 games. She went 20-10 in 19, 1985, 1986 season. Tina Sickler, Jalen Mitchell was on that team in 98, 1999, and, and 2001 and 2002. She went 20-8 in, in 1998, 1999 season. She also went 21 and 9 in 2001, 2002 in that season. They won 20 games. 21, 20, 20, 20 21, respectively. You're telling me Norte has never won a 20 that's never won 20 games in the season? Dude, what in the F are you talking about? What are you talking about? You need to do your research. Before you, you, you speak on UNT's name, you need to stop that. Do some research. Do some digging. They won 20 games in a season. In this game, they they, they have. You can't tell me that the one season, or else, or else we will never have a basketball program. If we, if we can't win 20 games in a season, we will never have a basketball program. Ever. Ever. It would take money It will take resources to revive that program Kind of like UAB reviving Their football program If we can't win 20 games In a season No matter what conference we're in We're going to We're, we're going to uh, We're going to get rid of the women's basketball program Period We have won 20 games in a season Stop lying to your, to your fans And stop lying to us I talked about the points, plays and then North Texas gave up 30 points in the first quarter, so it was tied 30-30. Dirty, dirty. Throughout the whole entire game, they only gave up 47 points, and but yet, you know, they dominated. Like I said, they dominated UAB 65 to 47 after the first quarter. So that tells me that UAB did not come with their defense. It also tells me that North Texas can score. It's just that not. It's just that their outside shooting was working this game. We just need better announcers. These teams need better announcers. I think honestly, we have the best announcers in the conference. But these other teams like Florida Atlantic, uh, Charlotte, uh, who else? Uh, UAB, SMU. We need better announcers. We need better announcers. We need some information. Desiree Colonel had 28 points. In this game. No, I'm sorry. 24 points. Timitian Lampkin had 25. So, why isn't Timitian Lampkin mentioned as a player of the year candidate? Is Desiree Colonel. I can understand them sharing the award. But, Timitian Lampkin averaged less than 15 points a game last season. And you're telling me. This woman is not up considered. But then again, she probably won't win it because because of the, of their record. They're out of the first place right now. they tie was uh Tulsa for the second. And they got a big game tonight against against uh, East Carolina. So it's huge. And they gotta win it. Because you gotta put two game two you gotta put two games together. So men's basketball, and I will definitely talk about that next week because they got they got uh, East Carolina tonight, and then on Saturday they got at, they're at Rice on Saturday, so they're in Houston on Saturday. So these matchups you can't you can't take them for granted. You got to be able to put them away right away. All right, so. This was the biggest upset of, of, of the week from my week. Um, North UA, U- UTSA beat North Texas. Now, I'm not talking about football. I'm not even talking about swimming. I'm talking about basketball. UTSA beat North Texas in Denton on Saturday, this past Saturday, 64-62. to 62. Upset of the year. U- UTSA... Is nine and nineteen and three and twelve in district in the conference play? This team's not going anywhere. They'll get to the conference tournament. They'll probably make a little bit of a run, and then they'll be out of it. Okay. Why did North Texas lose this game? To the men's side because they couldn't shoot the ball. You know what else? They had poor possessions in the last four minutes. So they're always going to keep it close, but they had poor possessions in the last four minutes. They had no defense they gave him 11 threes in the whole entire game and I always mention Aaron Scott he needs to stop fouling a lot he, he, every play everybody you're listen your presence on the court does not work unless uh, uh, does not work on uh, your presence on the court does not work unless you're on the bench it does not work we don't have You as a slasher We have other players That can take your spot But yet If you're going to continue this trend I don't have faith that North Texas can win this conference I can honestly go on a limb and say North Texas will go under 500 Come conference time But I hope that doesn't happen though Because it will be a big drop off But everybody will blame injuries Everybody will blame injuries as the reason why North Texas fell off this season. Everybody, and I'm like, why are we blaming? I mean, that's part of it, but it doesn't have to be the whole tire blame. It doesn't have to be. They're they're embarrassed, but they will recover. Because tomorrow night, you got you got to you got to get up, you got to get ready for Tulane tomorrow night as a road game in New Orleans. And also you got East Carolina on Sunday, this upcoming Sunday. So you got two quality teams that can win. Two. Come on now. Get it together, recover, and let's get back on it. Now, everybody's talking about court storming. As we speak right now, it's one we We're about to take a break, guys. It's 1-2-8-3 right now. Big 12 commissioner and other commissioners in the conferences. They're going to talk about the course. They're going to talk about the incident that happened on Saturday. They're also going to talk about previous incidents that have happened. Caden Clark got ran over by some loser. Then, Flip Kornowski, the Duke center, got ran over by an idiot once again, by an idiot. Didn't even allow Flip to get off the court. He was trying to get off the court. Kaitlin Clark was trying to get off the court. You're telling me that you have that when Kaitlin Clark was trying to get off the court, that fool ran over, ran over Kaitlin. And Kaitlin could have had a serious injury. Just imagine if Kaitlin had a serious injury. What, what would what would the world say? What will the NCAA say about our star players? They don't give a flying F about it. You know what they care about? The dollars that are coming in from these athletes. They don't care about you. They care about the dollars. And as long as that dollars is coming in, they're not going to get rid of the obvious problem. They're not going to protect you, Caitlin. You literally... When y'all got beat by Nebraska, again, another court storming, again, a couple weeks ago, they got beat by Nebraska, Iowa did. They had two officers in Nebraska, had to carry Caitlin Clark, literally escorted her out, had one officer on her backside and said, you need to go this way, don't shake their hands. We're trying to get you out of there. The one time that's happened. The one time. You don't do that for anybody else. But you do it for for players that have value. Caitlin Clark has value. But you don't do it for anybody else. Now, if if she didn't have a name, then you won't do it for anybody else. Everybody else would go F themselves, right? Security would not get those players off the courts. They did not. The people in Nebraska did not plan this. They were not going to beat Iowa. They said, hey, we're not going to beat Iowa. But they did. If I'm Caitlin Clark, and I'm saying to myself, is it worth saying another year? Is it worth it? If they're not going to prioritize my health Is it worth going off Going for 30 plus points Is it worth it Is worth being the all time latest scoring and, and, and it's a little bit of history Is worth that Is it worth that Is it worth staying another year Doing this again Getting beat again And then having another court storming Incident happen again To the point where you You and your teammates cannot get off the court In a timely fashion Is worth it Let's hear from, uh, before we talk about Duke, let's hear from John Shire, please.
1: When are we going to ban Court Storm? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it's a dangerous thing. And I don't want that to take away from the game that Wake played. Because Wake played a big-time game, Salas was as good as could be today. And, and hats off to them. But you look around the country, and Caitlin Clark, something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is going to be. He sprains his ankle. And it's one thing, like when I played, at least it was 10 seconds in the court. You know, he was storm the court. Now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off, and they're they're running on the floor. And this has happened to us a bunch this year. As um, part of it. I don't want this to take away at all from Wake. They earned it. They deserve the win. Steve is a hell of a coach. I respect the heck out of him and his team. <clears throat> they're, they're really good. And this is an example that they need to be in the tournament. What are we even talking about? So I'll answer any questions, but for me, that's hats off to them. We need to be better. We need to learn from this. Uh, but uh, that needs to stop.
0: So it won't stop. Let's play another play from the core Storming instead, please.
1: Do you have another
0: court-, court story? Or no? Uh, it should be another court story. If I don't, then that's fine. Right. Okay. Oh. Oh, no. No, No. Okay. So, he's right. He's right. What students don't realize is that these they, these mfers don't know anything about basketball. They don't know anything about basketball. They go they sleep on the concrete. They build their little tents to get ready for the for the basketball game or football game for that matter. Okay, because you're not gonna run run on the on the field in baseball or softball. You're not gonna do that. Or in volleyball for that matter. But. But. When it comes down to. Flip getting hurt. Thank God it was an ankle. Because that could have been an ACL. A torn ACL. Or any other injury happened. They don't care about you. They don't care about the players. Students don't care about the players. Even their own students don't care about the players. They care about their players. They don't care about you. They care about the money, and as long as the money comes in, these conferences are like, dude, we, we can see, y'all, y'all can say whatever you want, y'all can literally say whatever you want. But with the dollars, when the dollars make sense, they're not going to do anything about the court storming. It's always going to happen. Now the students, they don't care about you. They don't care about you. I'm sorry, the students, the students don't care about basketball and football at all. They want to make noise and, and get drunk and eat and, and, and do stupid things. They don't care about the game. They don't have knowledge to the game of football and basketball. They want to injure the other players which they have done successfully and flip and Caitlin. Now, not serious, not serious injuries, but they have done their job. And we're not hiring 60 to 70 year old men or women And women To hold down a crowd Of that many Why don't you all y'all Just do it now And not and, and not do it forever when I, when I watched the game last week I watched the Kentucky and LSU game last week Okay Kentucky Screwed themselves, they lost the game And I saw LSU LSU they, they, they won on, on the game when buzzer. The first person that came on the court was Angel Reese. When Angel Reese, the superstar uh, player for LSU's women's basketball team had a game the next night against Auburn, which again, she dominated again. Uh, she came on the court. The first player that came on the court that everybody else, the students followed, followed through. Everybody. Now, the SEC said Hey, LSU. Here's that check for 100k. They got fined the next day, guys. They, we're not tolerating this. We are not tolerating you no. storming the court and interrupting the institution. If the other team cannot get off the court in a timely fashion, then then we're, you're going to suffer the consequences. Kentucky because could could, could, Kentucky was still playing defense. They were still playing defense. When Angel Reese and others came on the court, that could have been a serious injury for Angel Reese. Angel Reese, Angel Reese, listen to me. You are going to be a top ten pick in the in the WNBA draft. The WNBA will will not care for you, but they will care the amounts you make. Players on your on the WNBA team will care about you more than the WNBA care, has. I'm sorry, will. They don't care about you. However, you don't need to be in that crowd. You don't. I I understand being a kid. I get it. Being young, fine. Do what you got to do. But, but, however, you need to stop it. You could have been an influence and prevent everybody to to get off the court right away. The same type of leadership that you show on the court is I need for you to show the leadership with your fan base. The same fan base that comes to your games. The same fan base that has invested in women's basketball at LSU because of Kim Mulkey, the way she built that. Now that, you know now that you have a chip on your shoulder to win every single day every single game so I need that leadership from you and also we need to hold the students accountable you need to sue them students don't have any money I used to be a student I used to be an athlete at, at uh UNT these guys listen these guys are not making the same these guys are making the same they're not making the same amount of money I was making if I was in college right now, I'll make, I'll make as much as them right now, or even more. But I was, wasn't making that money in, in 2011. I remember, quick story, I remember against Tech. We played against Tech. It was in 2010. We saw the court. We beat Tech at Indenton. We saw the court. It was like 3,000 fans of us. We saw the court. We celebrated. No one got hurt that night. That was in 2010. Times have changed since that time. So, case in point. We need to hold the students accountable. We need to hold the administrations accountable. We also need to hold the NCAA accountable. The conferences can only do so much. It'll only be a matter of time that some athletes, on another team punches another person because they're trying to get to the locker room. Would you blame them? Would you blame Le- LeGarrette Bunt with what he did? Would you blame other athletes as well? I saw literally an athlete, I saw I think it was Oregon guy literally punch another a student. I can't remember what year it was. It was football. I can't remember what year it was but I uh, but you're telling me you got to hold that player back. But yeah, that student suffer any consequences. That student gets to go home and gets to go to school the next day It doesn't get reprimanded. But yet, we as athletes have to—we as athletes have to have a higher standard than what these motherfuckers are doing, right? We got to have a higher standard. Because we're better than that, right? So let's sue the students. Let's see, let's challenge them to come on our court again. Because if that happens again, we're going to feel the worst. And if y'all don't do something now, we're going to see more and more of this in the future. And in the future sense, it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. So address the problem now. Get rid of it. So that everybody can go home happy. Now, we're going to take a break. Coming up next, let's talk about the NBA. And let's talk about, um, let's talk about some of Kevin Durant's comments on leadership. And is Anthony Edwards the best in the league? And plus, there's the games I'm watching this week as well. So let's talk about that on the other side. Is physical radios beyond the game?
6: notice
7: From me, they stabbed me. What? They used my couch when they needed the therapy. So yeah. what they needed but never took care of me. Yeah. They saw a dollar sign. Treat me like crazy. Kill all their hopes and dreams if they won't murder me. Yeah. Sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. As you let the sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. As you let the sunshine on me. Sunshine on
8: me.
7: As you let the sunshine on me. Sunshine on me. The sun up. Yeah. These niggas Stevie to the come up. We ain't got my bread up. Hey. Let them want it. If I ain't do nothing, I kept it 100. Got hey. it for real, I ain't hey. never done fronting. They do what they can, bitch, I do what I want it. They turn me their pockets, I taught them to run it. Sunshine on me. Every time I leave the crib, I got it on me. Got it out the mud, I get it by my lonely. My shit down, being low key Sunshine on me I ain't giving any hang, bitch, you know peace Fuck a two cent, you can get a two piece If I step back, hit you with the two, two, three Pray for my enemies, thought I need clarity They ain't got empathy from me, they stabbed me They use my couch when they needed the therapy Took what they needed, but never took care of me They side a of time. treat me like currency Kill all their hopes and dreams if they won't murder me Sunshine on me Sunshine on me As you let the sunshine on me
2: Wish that water uh, if he my slime He a booger, I ain't gon' joke him I'ma cook him, sunshine on me Dabbing booker, them niggas with you They just look as they ain't finna shoot I'ma swish him, your bitch think I'm cute I'ma jugga, she trackin' me sugar I'ma mush her, we nigga build big. We a nigga smoke big. We nigga we too loud to me, nigga they seek get jiggy with niggas. Don't make me, will me a nigga. I just told 'em I don't want them. My side I will push you out. You must Mustang, you lardo. I'm all you got, hoe. You know I'm the god, hoe. The god of the sun and the light, like Apollo. So, Pray
3: for my enemies. Lord, I
7: need clarity. They ain't got empathy from me. They stare me. They use my couch when they needed the therapy. Took what they needed, but never took care of me. They saw a dollar sign, treat me like currency. Kill all day, hopes and dreams if they want more than me.
2: Sunny, that boy ain't no dummy. I slide off a gummy. I heard I got money, but still dressin' bummy. I'm sweeter than honey. I'm sweeter at rapping. Like, what the fuck happened? Came back and he snapping. Came back with a passion. These niggas was capping. They talking on me. <laughs> I bought a nine when that COVID hit. She said my Gucci don't go with it. Try and be happy, get money tomorrow. My girl hit the lotto, my sons are mulatto My sons are all healthy and shit, you can tell me I'm hotter than Nelly, they say that I'm smelly It never smell wealthy, I think Y'all got like a sink Skated, you not in the ring Pray for my enemies, thought I need clarity They ain't got empathy
7: from me, they stare me They use my couch when they needed the therapy Took what they needed, but never took care of me They side out of sign, treat me like currency Kill all they hopes and dreams if they won't murder me Sunshine on me, sunshine on me I let the sunshine on me. Sunshine on
8: me. I just
3: let the sun shine on me. I can let sun shine on me. I just let the sun shine on me, yeah. Yeah.
7: Bitch, I'm the golden child.
0: The uh, Beyond the Get Podcast on official radio My name is uh, Jamie So Anyways, I'm going to try to speed through this <laughs> So I got some NBA storylines for y'all So Number one The NBA fights Now the, now, I heard what Zion Was, was trying to say I kind of understand it. I also was trying to understand What Willie Green was saying as well because this this was the fight between the Heat and the uh, uh, the Pelicans uh, Friday night and I said this is not competition you had you had Najee Harris ready to post up on Jimmy Butler grabbing him by the neck it, it, someone grabs you by the neck what are you going to do you got you to gotta respond right you're touching my personal property you can't do that and so Naji Mar- Marshall Jimmy Bradley got one game. Also, you got a little, you got Thomas Bryant who walked from the bench to to the other side to go confront Jose Alvarado. Punched him. Right? They got the little fist of cuts. They both got three games apiece. And yeah, and yet, Yo- Yovi got one game. So that that doesn't even matter. Without that but he left the bench so what did you solve you saw nothing nobody wants nobody pays to see a fight but there was a couple of fans there that was throwing items on the court and they got ejected immediately so you don't want to see a fight like that that, that is the stupidest thing that's not competition competition is you know uh we're competing for every, every loose ball on the ground or every shot we gotta take that's competition not, not having guys like like post posting up, or having another guy come from all over the bench to confront another guy—that's not it. We're not, we're we're beyond those days anymore. We're not we're not in that situation anymore. We're not there anymore. Also, another fight that happened was Charlotte and Golden State. Miles Bridges and Lester, Quinn, uh, I'm sorry, Lester, C- Cuyones. They get into it. So, what happened on that same Friday night, right? Kion is, you know, let's say the Golden State Warriors are up 95 to 84. Okay. At the end of the game, you're supposed to take a shot clock violation to prevent a turnover, to prevent anything happening. In the history of basketball, this started this started in the, in the uh, early 2010s, where you don't score when you're up by 10 plus points. Again, shot clock runs down. Everybody knows to take a turnover. The Warriors turned the ball over so much that game. I think Steve Kerr was upset. Twenty-two turnovers that game, and Steve Kerr said, "I don't want another turnover." And so what Lester did was Les, Les, I attempted to lay it up, but Miles Bridges blocked it for a goaltend. Now, to me, in the wrong was Lester. No, in the wrong was Miles Bridges. Miles. You don't confront another player like that. You don't. You don't do it like that. You should have. If you if you wanted to prevent them from scoring, why don't you just play defense the whole entire game? And then Grant Williams brings his big head as in, on, into that into that f- fact even though it was already it was it was it was getting resolved. It was about to get resolved, but Grant Williams took it up a notch. He took it up a notch. Because he got his head into Lester's and that's where at that time all bets are lost. I'm protecting myself. So this is how lame Grant Williams is. Grant Williams is lame because he don't care he don't care about he don't care about his game anymore. He cares about getting into fights with people that that he has no business getting in fights with and that's why the got annoyed by his presence the got annoyed because he wasn't producing anything at all period in a case in the story he wasn't producing so what do you do if you don't produce you start you, you start making stupid ass noises you start doing all those things okay so i, I i'm not a big fan of Grant williams i, I think he's lame I think he's overrated. He got annoyed in Boston. I was annoyed by him. He got annoyed in in, in Dallas. He don't we don't want you. You provide nothing. Charlotte, you provide a lot. You provided more than you did done in Boston and in uh in and, Mar- and Dallas combined. So, that's that. All right. Number 2, Katie's leadership. Now, KD, I have an issue. I don't have an issue with him. I I have an issue with that fan that could that could fund KD. Like you're calling him outside his name, but then again, you know, KD has grown up so much that could have been a recipe for disaster. The security did not kick him out. Kick them out. He just said, "Let me just jade him, Let me just let him watch me go off the, on the Mavericks," which he scored twenty three points that game. So, it's, he did his job. But I but that man has a sports podcast that hasn't been on since 2018. Like, dude, I have a sports podcast we've been on since 2022. We've been on every single week. And so, you can't compete with my podcast because my podcast is all about um, uh, some negativity but a lot of positivity as well. And a lot of truth to it. <laughs> so... Anyways, um, KD was talked about leadership, and I need to play a clip from KD, please, that that talks about leadership.
4: How do you think people in the media think
0: you're not a good leader?
4: I'm not as charismatic as my peers. I don't have a personality that's, like, too fit for TV. And a lot of those stories of what we talk about don't get spoken about in the media. You got to sell what you're doing as well. And I haven't sold it enough. I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I want people to call me a leader, but I also don't want people to say I'm not one either because they don't see what goes on behind the scenes or what I talk about or my intentions. or the relationships that i built with my teammates and support staff, but when guys like that say that, I just got to chalk it up to them just not being aware, push a narrative for myself, expose the truth or how great of a leader I am. I don't feel like it's necessary. I just chalk it up to those guys not being aware of who I am. You're happy. People think, like, they're like, why KD not happy? Why is KD yeah. look so miserable? It's tough. I'm unhappy. That's just human nature. We don't play well as a team. I'm not, I'm not happy. It may not last for a long time, but I'm not happy for a good four or five hours when I call you after a bad game. Like, once you accept that we have normal human emotions and reactions, of course my life is good. Of course I can't complain about anything. But in the moment some shit happens, I'm not going to fake. Like, I'm not upset about it because I'm living been such a great life no i want this to work out and sometimes you being upset helps you figure out a problem so sometimes me not liking what's going on is going to help me get to a solution better you know but that doesn't mean my life overall is unhappy
0: so anyways you heard from kd so i'm 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 i i I do think he's a leader uh leadership people people define in numerous ways they you know be to me a, a leader is, is taking control of the situation. So whatever happens on your end is all on you. So Katie has done that. Katie has has, has has done leadership things on and off the court. Number three, Wimby. Wimby continues to shine. Um, Despite the 11-45 record, Wimby's up for the Rookie of the Year award. And I'm like, why? Why is Wimby up for the Rookie of the Year award? Our team sucks. We are 11-45. Wimby scored 19 points against Sacramento. We lost. But he scored 22 against the Jazz. We lost again. But now people are saying, the odds are saying, Wimby Should be the front runner. We are 11 and 45. Chet Holmgren is 40 and 17. Huh? 29 game difference. A 29 game difference between records. And you're telling me that Wimby's going to get the MVP, I'm sorry, not the MVP, but uh, the Rook of the Year nods over Chet. Really? That's strange to me. That's strange. And honestly, I don't think the Spurs care. I don't think they care. Like I told y'all last week or a couple of weeks ago, I said, I want Wimby to work with Devin Robinson. I want to get to you to say that till I'm wrong. <sighs> That's ridiculous. There's nothing else to say about that. Number four, the Timberwolves. Are they title contenders? Andy Edwards. Let's play that clip, please.
2: So Stephen A. Smith, Kevin Garnett, Kendrick Perkins, they have all compared you to the next coming of Michael Jordan. What do you say to that? I mean, how would I look denying it? But I don't want to be compared to somebody of such caliber. I mean, I haven't did anything on this level yet, but I love it. I love that they got faith in me for sure. I mean, they not wrong.
0: So anyway, uh, <laughs> so Anthony Edwards, compare yourself to uh, Michael Jordan. I mean, nah, I mean, he, he's right. He's right. He hasn't done anything in the league right now, but soon enough, uh, I, I don't think right now that the Timberwolves are title contenders right now. I don't think so right now. I need more from them. I need more from them. Even though Cat Anderson Townsend is scoring a lot, they got all the pieces, it's just, can they keep it together in a seven-game series? Let's say, for example, let's say the Warriors. The Warriors are a um, are a veteran-led team. If I'm going, uh, if I'm playing against the Warriors in a seven-game series, I'm not going to win that series. I'm not going to win, I, and I have to run them out with Steph and Clay and, uh, and all of them. I have Draymond defending me, Rudy Gobert. I I don't see that happening. But then again, it's early. In March, March will be the real deal of what this Timberwolves team is going to be. I like their defense. I love their defense. I love their team. But but it comes down to March. What will happen in March? That will say to me and others that the Timberwolves are legit title contenders. And also, I want to give high praise to Mike Conley. In 15 seasons in the league, Mike Conley has not picked up a technical foul. World class. And Mike Conley has not been to the NBA Finals. So, if you're talking about title contenders, Mike Conley needs to get to the NBA Finals. He needs to. He needs to get there. All right. My final point, number five. We got some big games this week. It starts tonight Dallas and Cleveland. That's huge because Cleveland is, a, a, again, another defensive team. Again, Cleveland has ri- risen. Donovan Mitchell and all of them are ready, will be ready for the Mavericks. The Mavericks are trying to bounce back from, from the surprising loss to the Pacers. I thought, you know, I thought the Mavericks would win this game at ease. But then again, I saw the Pacers. I was like, there's, there's no way. There's no way you lose to that team. So this is a big game for Dallas tonight. 6 p.m. start. And then, tomorrow night, you got the Lakers and Clippers. LA matchup again. The Lakers have struggled. So, you're going against the Clippers again. I mean, it's it's on ESPN tomorrow night. I'm not seeing the Lakers winning this game, but who knows? Dallas and Boston. That's a Friday night game on ESPN. Again, another matchup again that Dallas is not favored in. You got Jason Taylor, Jason Brown, Jalen Brown, and Jason Taylor. They got a complete Boston team. I'm not scared of Boston. Well, I, I am scared of Boston, and I, I, I honestly I'm rooting them for them to win a championship. So there you go. Denver and the Lakers. That is a Saturday night game on ABC. Um, Jokic and and LeBron. What else can we say? Again, another matchup for the Lakers that that they're not going to. Uh, by the time, by, by the time next week starts, the Lakers will be five hundred. Let's say, let's say, that. and they'll keep their nine to ten spot, whatever that will, will look like. Philadelphia and now this is both Sunday games. Philadelphia and Dallas, you 'll get no Embiid, but Dallas should be able to win that game at with ease. That is a twelve o'clock game, early game. So, so Luca and Kyrie will be ready for Philly. Uh, Golden State in Boston. Another matchup for Boston. That and this is the finals matchup of twenty twenty two. Golden State. I want to see. Uh, I want to see a difference in Golden State. I want to see them. You know. I want to see vets step up in the month of March. I want to see Klay Thompson step up and hopefully regain his starting, starting spot. If not, then I will. I will accept him on the bench. I will set that. But I will watch all these games and I will give you some points about some of these teams next week. So next week is going to be all basketball related. I will preview not only I will preview the um the game. So not the game. I'll preview the uh the women's the year women's basketball game for next week. Next week, seniors night, next week. Also, I may have I may, may, may have a, uh, a, a conference tournament preview That will come from the AAC I don't know if I'm going to do the men's or the women's I think I'm going to do the women's so, so, But other than that I will do that next week sometime If it's not going to be on this show Next Tuesday Then it will be like a Thursday fighter type of thing So I will do that So thank you for listening And watching to be on the game podcast Make sure you subscribe And also I'm working on that website It'll be, I'm hoping to get it out next week. So let's see what happens. All right, guys, take care, everyone. And I will see y'all later, later on.